0: Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. It is estimated that there are 44.2 million people in the U.S. using online dating sites. According to Penn State University Biodata eBook, the data sets created by eHarmony's algorithm are four terabytes each day. Now, if you're an IT, like Dina and I, four terabytes is phenomenal. It's great storage, but four terabytes a day. Now, every piece of information collected by eHarmony is used to determine each likely match for their users. This is done to increase the profitability that success for those who are single will find their true love. Now, thankfully, we have a matchmaking organization on our podcast today. And in this matchmaker organization, it is all about finding true partnerships, that perfect partnership to enhance the opportunity to help you increase your profits. Today, we are pleased to have Dina Maskowitz, who is the CEO and founder of SASMAX, a Gartner Cool Vendor, an award recipient, join our program today. Dina is also the UBM Tech Channel CRN as one of the top women in the channel. And I can vouch that I've been in the channel space myself, and she definitely stands out. She's also recipient of the 2017 Cloud Girls Trailblazer Award and serves as the prestigious CompTIA Business Application Advisory Council. Dina has been leading and consulting the cloud-based SaaS market space her whole career. And we're really excited to have her come on board to talk about her program. But before we let her talk, I want to say a little bit more about it because she is... Quite phenomenal. Many channel programs today leverage B2B tech, right? Every a lot of organizations, when they go to market with a product, they have to ask themselves, will we go direct or will we go through a channel model? Now, every single channel experience that's out there today, between five to 20% partner activation, SASMAS was designed to help change that. It's really helping you to be able to activate more partners. SASMAC provide technology, tools, processes to help you grow your SAS cloud-based offering. Not only that, it is one of the largest, most comprehensible database in North America of channel partners. They have over 120,000 profiles to date. What mm-hmm. does that really mean? Is that if you're uh, looking for a partner and you want that perfect date, SASMAC is here to help you. Now, Dean is a regular in the channel space. She's a regular in the community, she's a regular in the VAR space as well, but not only that, she's also a, a new cohort member for the Women in Cloud program. And if you don't know anything about Women in Cloud, they have a goal of hitting a billion dollars, and so we're really excited about having Dina on our show. Dina, welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast.
1: Thank you. What a great introduction, Danny and David. I'm a little uh, floored and, and uh, humbled by it, but thank you. Great job.
0: Dina, this is David. And we are thrilled to have you join us today. And from time to time throughout our program, you might hear my brother and I introduce ourselves and that's more for our listening audience. Well, we're honored that you could come and join us. And I will share, just as my brother stated earlier, we've been really impressed by what we've learned a little bit about your company SASMAX, and why you design your, your firm to find the perfect channel partner. And it's so interesting to be able to hear how this platform that you started called Partner Optimizer. It uses an AI platform to analyze millions of predictive data points and attributes to match partners perfectly. Dina, can you share with our audience a little bit more about your company, Sasmax, and the Partner Optimizer, and can you speak to how important it is for organizations to find the right partners and how this
1: can be a key factor for a successful partnership strategy? I will try. Because you guys are doing such a good job already that it's, wow. But so what I can do is take you back a few years to when I first started. Okay. And before I first started, I was a founder of a SaaS software product in the backup disaster storage recovery space. And when I took that to market at first and was developing it, I wasn't aware of the vast impact and the importance of having a channel partner program and channel partners to take my product to market. You know, especially when you live in an area where it's more of a tech mecca and you assume that everyone you know is in tech. And so of course they'll understand it, and of course they'll help me sell it, and of course, people just come to my website and buy what I sell. But the reality is, is you can only afford so many salespeople and your digital marketing can only go so far. And the other reality is that when you're building products and solutions, it's not the only thing that your end customer that your ideal customer needs to purchase. It's usually one of multiple things that comprise a bigger solution or a stack. And so from having my first company in the tech space, I realized that had I, I did sell that company and it was successful, but when I sold it, I realized that one thing I could have should have done better was priced my product to include compensation for channel partners and to develop a partner program that could take my product to market and hit more customers um, by leveraging this this blob that's called the, the channel, the technology channel. And so when I founded SAS Max, the goal was I was a SAS company, a software as a service company that was um, looking to find new partners, but I didn't know where to go or how to go about it. And I knew that there was an emerging world of channel, of SaaS companies coming to market in the years ahead. And it was going to continue because technology is now making it easier to build and deploy um, domain specific solutions in tech as well. And so I thought it would be a great opportunity for a lot of emerging tech companies to go to market by having a marketplace and having a way to find channel partners and for those channel partners to also go and find the latest and greatest solutions that would be available to them. So we built our marketplace. The marketplace was growing and it started to get a little out of control where too many vendors from too many different types of domains and geographies and martech and fintech and accounting and business intelligence and backup disaster recovery, they're all coming at us almost like shooting darts, like I need a partner and I need a partner and I need a partner. Like, well, how do we scale this thing? Because we can't just get one partner, one partner, one partner and turn it into a successful business model of our own. And so we had to figure out a way to build our own partner discovery and recruitment engine that allowed us to scale and satisfy the customers coming to us, these B2B tech companies saying, find me partners. So that was where we started with this whole question of how do we find the right partners? How do we build an engine to discover partners that could take products to market of all different types, shapes, and sizes and include the right reseller experts, channel, you know, channel, uh, channel salespeople. And that became the journey that we went on with uh, the formation of Partner Optimizer. I'll, I'll leave it there because that's a lot of information.
0: So this is Danny, by the way. So basically, um, what I hear, Dina, is that you've taken Eat Harmony and you perfected it for the channel space. You've allowed one little area where the partners can come on, find about the latest, greatest technology, and then the big, gigantic OEMs and the vendors looking for the ideal partner with their ideal characteristics, the ideal technical background, or geo, whatever it may be, where they can all meet together. And that's kind of so what I'm hearing yes here. Yes and that. A
1: no, right? So, mm-hmm. so what happened from there is we realized as a business, and I think this is important because business owners and founders are always having to listen to what's you know, what customers are telling them and what, what's the audience and who is the customer. And we started out, we thought our customers were the partners as yeah. well as the vendors. But what we learned is that the real need and the demand is w- for what we did was being driven by the vendors because they're the ones very focused on that end sale and taking mm-hmm. it all the way through. The channel partners are looking to build their stacks with the latest and best technology But yet, from a business economic standpoint, we were being driven by the vendors to say, find me more partners. Mm. And so right now, what Partner Optimizer is honed in really well at doing is profiling all these partners out there, now over 200,000 and growing. So I think you said 120,000 before, but we're now up to 200,000 globally and continue. And really understand, you know, what kind of business are they? what is their um, solutions and specializations that, that they're really focused on? Are they, are they focused on marketing? Are they focused on cybersecurity or business intelligence or business productivity or whatever? Um, and where are they? And, and then what is their ideal customer or who is their ideal customer? Is it in a healthcare? Is it in you know, what vertical? What customer size and type and, and where? And then what are their tech stacks? And then, you know, because you want to sell to companies that are also selling other things in your space and have the right customer for it and and have the right expertise to sell that. And then what additional certifications and qualifications and partner programs they belong to. So we created this whole DNA profile of partners And we're doing a pretty good job of that from a data-driven perspective. We created this whole data mining capability. And it's really those vendors who come to us today anyway, because down the road, I'm sure the partners will come. But right now our focus is really on vendor by vendor, making sure that we provide a solution to say, this is your total number of partners out there in the world. And here are the ones that best match what you think is your ideal partner.
0: Right. This is Danny. I appreciate you doing that because, um, you know, a vendor, they, they may be worth billions of dollars or multi-millions of dollars, but they can't afford to get it wrong. Yeah. They they, if they can go to market faster, have that ideal partner. Uh, that, that is the key to victory compared to the competitors. So I can definitely see partner optimizer being what I call a competitive advantage for those particular uh, vendors, for sure. It
1: definitely is. I mean, imagine if you could reduce the amount of time that it takes looking through lead engines and looking through and going you know through conference lists and looking through um, just lists that you buy in general and and figuring out not who is the right person but which are those right companies that have that right profile to sell our product and learn that in a matter of hours versus or minutes versus weeks and months and then have the right conversations with the right partners from the beginning, your yeah. whole trajectory can shift and that's what we've been excitedly measuring lately and seeing how much an impact it's been having.
0: This is David Dean and I'll tell you, it really is fascinating to hear the work you've done because in my mind, the archaic form or at least the archaic way of doing it is just going on a search engine and typing in a couple words and and hoping that that search engine could guide you to a big pool of let's say organizations. Then you gotta dig through that pool then you gotta scrub through another pool and eventually you might come across somebody that can help you. But imagine how much time that takes. And not just that, when you think about the strategic partner programs that a lot of these companies have, we're just barely scratching the surface of finding the right match. And that's what you've done. And so it, I can't believe that not, let's see, more organizations haven't really jumped on that sooner. So I appreciate you sharing that. Can I ask you, in terms of just a partner strategy program, in terms of channel partners, how important is it for an organization to be able to look at the number of partners that they have each month as a reflection of their future, the company's success. We could talk about the, the Prado's law, 80-20. And right now you might have a channel manager or a channel partner, and they're just scrubbing the web, looking for the right partners, but only to find that in that last year or two years of going after those partners, that only 20% brought 80% of the business, so to speak. So how do you look at that? And how do you help channel partners and channel managers to understand that there's a different way to look at this, a different approach that they could take? We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live, Love, Thanks. Live, Love, Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. I am delighted to announce that at Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services. To book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line, podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome
1: back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Um, Well, the first thing, and you brought up so many great points. And while we like to say the 80-20 rule, right, what we've been finding, because we work with a lot of customers, is that it's actually more like 95-5, 95% inactive to 5% active. I mean, when you think about just how many partners you know off the top of your head that are your best partners, you, you tend to realize that. And that's one of those really important things to consider. Millions Mm -hmm. of dollars are being wasted. And think about all these qualified, talented um, domain experts, channel chiefs that are spending time uh, looking to find the right partners and and being frustrated, and then also trying to recruit and activate and onboard and engage the wrong partners. Mm -hmm. There's a huge amount of frustration um, I know there's a lot of turnover in channel positions. A lot of moving, you know, horizontally and slightly up. And and channel executives will stay in their roles typically. I don't know, 18 to 18 months to 36 months or so, and, and move on. And I do think that if if the if we were able to flip it so that you have more of the right partners doing more of the right work, it's going to be a way more fun experience and a way more satisfying team, satisfied team, and. Uh, you know, and, and a lot less of the spray and pray and, and noise that you're dealing with and frustration and a lot less filling out of CRM and and PRM activities and more about the deals, you know.
0: Yeah, this is David again, Dana. And uh, when I was leading uh, channel sales for an IT company here in the Baltimore, Maryland area, on my team, I had five members of my team. And I remember each week after we have our little sales huddle, and we would talk about Who are the companies that we need to go after? There were probably three or four that literally brought me 95% of my business. And I felt bad because the other four or five members of my team, they had to scrub through those hundreds, hundreds of organizations that we somehow touched in the past. Or maybe we had an opportunity, we did a business deal with them years ago, and we're trying to bring them back to the surface. And so it really becomes a waste of time unless Mm -hmm. you have a focus on the organizations that have been really producing for you, and they really are hitting the right spot. And I think this is why what you're building as SASMATS with this partner optimizer is so important, not just for those of us in a small business space, because that's what my company was, it was a $10 million company, but thinking about those small, then now mid to large size enterprises that can really take advantage of this. And like you said, take the life cycle or, at least say the the extent of the life cycle from a two year, three year to really a longer term career path for a channel chief.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. And one of the questions you asked me was how, you know, how often should you monitor and assess what does your channel look like today and who those best partners are? You know, I think about once a quarter is important. And when you do it through data-driven perspectives and quickly, you can also start to identify trends over time that maybe the you have a bunch of them that are actually moving toward a specific vertical. And maybe there's a bunch that are trying, are starting to shift into a different tech stack than some of these others. And you start to be able to have insights into who your most successful partners are and then even segments of them, which allows you to then craft better messaging, have better engagement, know which of your inactive partners you should actually focus on and which ones to let go of, right? Um, And then find new ones who look like those successful ones. And then for your marketing people, you, have st- you can have a better stakeholder common ground to all get together and say, this is what our best partners look like. This is what we want to target them with and how to craft better, more custom messages that will appeal to them and create better scripts that you can talk to them better with. And it really reduces the friction throughout.
0: This is Danny. I appreciate you saying that, Dana, because you're really... I just had a question that just came in my mind, and you—you you really already addressed that question. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of people out there, they just—they just do that spray and pray, as you talked about, right? Mm-hmm. So let's get back to the dating site, eHarmony. And and one th- good thing about that site, it has a lot of data. It's compounding four terabytes of data a day. Um, but your organization has over two hundred thousand partners listed in it globally. You know, not everyone believes in AI. Not everybody believes in data analytics. Unfortunately, they're just so used to being set up by a friend or family member. And if you're in the channel space, hey, what did I do at my last job? Oh, what type of partners did I have in my last job? Maybe I'll just bring them over here to help uh-huh. us build this new brand or this new technology that we're doing. How do you help those organizations? Realize that just they should leverage your platform, the uh, partner optimizer platform, rather than trying to do it their own way. And you have had, you have some big hitters uh, that you've worked with over the over the years. But how do you help those organizations who don't believe in uh, AI data analytics to understand that partner a partner optimizer is the way to go?
1: Yeah, I wish I could show you on this, uh, you know, a screen share to to give you that insight, because when we show it to them, it's like light bulbs go off. And Mm. it just it's to see the data and how it's presented and how it gives you a holistic view of a partner um, Mm. immediately allows you to say, you know, wow, I never thought about that. Mm. Um, One of the ways we do it is by saying, let's start with building your ideal partner profile from a Mm. qualitative standpoint. So we'll let them fill out a form that they can get stakeholder buy into, to, and it, we ask them all these questions. What are the solutions and services your partner should sell? What product types? What's in their tech stack? What uh, expertise should they have and what target markets and what's their customer profile, et cetera? And they fill it all out, and then we'll say, great, this looks good. Um, But they usually didn't look at it to the depth and granularity that we can look at it with an engine that does all of this research for it. So Mm -hmm. so we'll then say, okay, give us um, the domain names of your best partners. okay? and let's say there's 10 or 20 or 50 or if you're lucky, maybe a few hundred. And we'll profile them through our engine and we'll drive all of that data back to say this is what they have the most in common. And when we show them what they put down on paper versus all these extra insights that came back, it's like the aha comes through, okay? You may have thought that your best partner is a MSP, managed service provider, but you know what? No, it's actually an MSSP, a managed Ooh. security solution provider, right? Or maybe it's neither of those and your best partner is actually you know, completely separate. Maybe they're just calling themselves a management consultant. And so we just, you know, we're able to bring those insights forward in a way that makes it so obvious that, and so quickly that it allows them to digest and think about who their partner base is differently and what do they need to accomplish they also helps them think is their partner of, the, of today actually the right partner of the future, because the partner of the future might need to have different types of expertise and skill sets that their current partners don't yet have.
0: Wow. This is Danny again, uh, and I appreciate that breakdown. Uh, and, Dana, I'm going to read some stats directly from your website, because I think it'll really help the audience understand that you, leveraging your tool is definitely the way to go you say over here and we talked about the channel chief over the past year a senior channel chief at a multi-billion dollar b2b it distributor benchmarked channel partner recruitment efforts using sasmat's partner optimizer against the use of a mainstream alternative provider this provider costs 567 percent more than sasmat's partner optimizer and required five times more upfront for the partner discovery process moreover the cost per partner recruit with partner optimizer was 25% below the channel cheap and suppliers targeted investment. I just think that is phenomenal, as you just stated right there, as you as you, your website says, says it right there best. This there's just no brainer. We can look at all the stats, as you said. You can put down what your ideal you know partner that may be what do you want them to look like how do you want how tall you want them to be all sorts of parameters that use right. uses you guys did all the hard work as well to make sure that you can fine-tune it as you said look you, you might think it's a managed service provider but no it's a managed services security provider or it could be none of those two it could just be an ISV or it could be a SI there's so many different things that you guys are doing and then which types are they what do they look like so I find that quite phenomenal that you have the data, you have the history, you saw the need in the market, you have people vouching for the tool, why not use it? Just the same reason why we have partners out there, why not use it? So yes, this is an advertisement to
1: our (laughs) audience.
0: members. If you're trying to go to market, don't do it alone. If you're trying to go out to the market and you're trying to make your investors happy, don't do it alone, hold someone's hand. Give Dina and her team a call because they have the right product to help you go to market the right way and to make sure that your investment is worthwhile. I just want to throw that out there, David. Yeah, Dina, this is David. Um, I'll tell you, we're loving this conversation and you could tell we're getting more and more excited and we're not giving Dina enough time to share her thoughts. (laughs) I love this. But Dina, I want to say that you shared something earlier about how often a chief uh, channel partner should be looking at their strategic plan. And when I took over that role and I was overseeing all of Canada, everything west of the Mississippi for this IT company, it took me about four months with four other staff members on my team to scrub through that list and literally identify outside of just the numbers, who the partners were we needed to go after. And I can tell you around month five, we were really starting to roll. But can you imagine what could have been done in those four months prior to that? When I asked my company and I CEO, hey, what was the biggest deal you ever gotten? What was the best partnership you, you got aligned with? Who's the biggest fish in the ocean? Can you imagine if we had done that if we used what SAS Max is offering? So right now, before I ask Dana my next question, I wanna encourage everybody that's listening to the program right now, we wanna thank you. Dan and I are thrilled that you've chosen to listen to Twins Talk It Up. If you're enjoying our content and even more, the incredible guests that we're bringing on, please consider subscribing share this channel with all your friends and become a sponsor so we can continue to bring great guests like Dina onto our program. Well, Dina, I wanna ask you this question because I can see how having a dedicated solution to find the ideal partner can be crucial for success. But the next part of this question is really about the what we call the partner onboarding experience. Within your portal, how important is it for organizations to have a great partner experience? Because you, you might love that partner today because they brought you a great opportunity, but they're not here from them in a couple months. Mm. So how important is it to be able to look at the
1: onboarding and the partner experience that you're helping to generate through your platform? That's a great question. So of course, if there's a, firstly, if you have the right partners that you're working with, they're going to be more active and you're going to be more aligned. Um, so, so that's one of those questions there is start at the beginning with the right partners if you can and if you can afford to do that Um, but then once you have partners in the onboarding one of the ways that we help is by giving the channel chiefs and the channel sales and the channel account managers that profile right and that profile in relation to what you care about so that as you're looking at them, we, we kind of give you a, a scorecard, a DNA profile of what that partner is. And it's actually saving 15 to 45 minutes of time researching a partner before you ever even make a call to them. And that is a huge amount of time saved within a channel team or even a sales team where a channel partner is your customer, because it allows you to prep and get way more tuned into who that partner is and what to have conversations with them about. And once you have that, that good insight about them, you can do some extra research, but you don't necessarily have to because you're already teed up. And our customers are really loving that added value there. The other is, um, and this is really more of a function of what's coming soon, is um, there will be more obvious alerts saying, hey, by the way, they're talking a little more about your competitor right now than you. You may want to find out why, give them a call now before it's too late. So there's types of, you know, those types of insights that because our data mining tools is very strong, uh, that we can start, you know, give you those um, expectations and help your team kind of light a fire under them where they need to in areas that may be hidden, right? Because once you lose a partner to a competitor, it's harder to pull them back in, yep. right? And so there, that, that's one example of the types of things we do.
0: Dina, this is Danny, and I I really appreciate you bringing that up because so many times we look at what does it take to get a partner? It's the same thing as what does it take to get a new customer? It's a lot of money that's being spent up front, a lot of money being spent in marketing, a lot of money being spent for outreach, but then we tend to forget that we need to keep our partners happy, right? We need to keep the person in our life, the one that we love, happy. And that means continue to take them on dates, continue to stay in touch with them. If they're looking at another person, like, hey, your, your partner's looking at another co- competitor, you better get back in there and bring some flowers and get them happy again. We, we tend to forget that. We get lazy. Our company's growing, we're getting all this stuff going on. I think that's a great new feature that you're added to Partner Optimizer. I think that's going to be fantastic to help uh, make sure that you leave no stone unturned you you know everything about this partner that's in your system you know exactly what they need you know exactly uh, how to keep them happy so they don't go anywhere else and i mean how many times have you had that conversation with clients and you say look you better keep these people happy because if you don't they're gonna go somewhere else i mean how many times have you actually had that con- it's not just telling them i can find you the right, right partner it's teaching them how to make sure they keep their partner happy
1: exactly exactly Now, there's, I mean, there's so many ideas, as you were saying that, that, that come to mind and um, my, my brain is going in all different directions on it, but I know David was like shaking his head. Yes. And he knew exactly what you meant as well. Um, And so David, what I'd want to ask you actually is when you, you know, what were those strategies you did with your team to keep them excited when they continue to hit walls and not be able to, inst- you know, talk to the right partners and get the right partners in.
0: Well, I'll tell you this, Dina, and thank you for asking that question. Uh, we were not fortunate to be aware of SASMAX. but what <laughs> we did do is every time we were able to bring the right partner back in the fold, so to speak, we, we celebrated and either I gave them kind of some prizes on their own. We had a little party at the end of the week We we really wanted to make sure that they were celebrated for finding that right fit. And ultimately, what I wanted to do is not just for those partners, but I wanted to reward them by giving them the ability to keep their hands involved in that client. Because typically with someone in my role, you might think, oh, Dave, you're going to just massage those top four or five partners and that's it. But the reality was I wanted to give them that opportunity. And fast forward six months later, one of them became a regional director under my team and they were able to take that, literally, one of those partnerships in the, in the Southwest. Uh, I don't want to mention it because you guys will know who it is. And they literally were able to take that and build that. And so to me, it was more important to be able to say, as a team, we scoured. I saw the way they worked. I was looking at the CRM. I saw how many calls they were making. I saw them reach the right person. Okay, that person moved on. Who's the next person? To, who's the person I should be connecting with or should be speaking with? And then we celebrated because I didn't want them to feel isolated if we were to bring three companies back in the fold that the others didn't feel as important. And um, but that was really what I went after. And personally, it took too long for that. But once we got it back, uh, we were able to recapture that market pretty quickly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I you know, that's it's it's a. You know, what you're saying is is interesting because we have a lot of customers who come to us and say, we've got regional account managers or regional channel salespeople, and we're not, firstly, we thought they had the right partners as we brought them on to be able to build partner relationships and drive revenue, and they're failing, but they're good guys. We want to keep them. How do we give them more of the right partners in the first place? And so, you know, one of those lessons is make sure that you steer the ship as the the channel chief or the head of the organization and make sure that the partner, you know, your partner representatives that you're, you're setting them up for success and not just expecting them to have all the leads, because if they have them all, they'll just leave with them all and that's it. So if you can own what is ideal for you and get those ideal partners identified and then send them on that journey of getting those right partners. It's a win-win all the way around.
0: I definitely agree with you on that one, Dina. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jakowitz of pauljakowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz, that's Paul dot com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions ranging from public relations brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. thank you for listening to the twins talk it up podcast as a special thank you we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation and now let's get back to the episode welcome back to twins talk it up podcast this is danny and i think that's that's fantastic i love that you challenged dave on providing that real life example, because really at the end of the day, no, one's going to really understand it unless you give them a real example. Like Mm -hmm. that is so very, very important outside of, uh, that aspect of partner optimizer that can actually give you insights of your partners, looking at the competition, what other cool features or other cool, um, new releases, upcoming of Partner optimizer that people should know about that you want to tell today are, I just think right now, look, guys, this is a great tool. It's a great opportunity. I don't know if you call your employees like dating analysts or whatever you call them, partner Mm -hmm. analysts, uh, partner dating matching analysts, whatever whatever that may be. But I think that our audience is really excited about this platform already. So what other releases or other insights can you tell the audience about Partner Optimizer that they may not have heard about today?
1: Got it. Well, I can't say too much about the upcoming releases because we have to be careful about that. My team would kill me. But what (laughs) I can tell you, that's also really important that you that we haven't really talked about yet is what is the total number of partners out there?
0: Mm -hmm. Ideal
1: partners for your for your product or solution. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing to build a channel partner program, but. Not everyone in the world, not all 200,000 in our database are going to be the right partners for your product and solution. And so realistically, you know, we, and of course we want there to be thousands, right? But what if there's only 50 or what if there's actually 500 or what if really there are, you know, 5,000? And so our engine, once we, we, we refine what your ideal partner profile is and build that query, or once the engine is building the query with you, you're then able to see what that total addressable partner market is. And that's never before been available as a Mm. tool to use to plan or understand the power that your channel can bring you. Mm. And I think that's a really important um, component that our customers get that value uh, right from the beginning. And to be able to see, you know, how many, the way we parse it out, you know, unlike a Google search, where you are just seeing what comes up at the top, we parse it out into which ones are excellent matches, which ones are very good, which ones are good, and then how many might be maybe, you know, but ultimately you care about those excellence and very goods and goods, because as you hone in and refine who your ideal partners are, the different aspects from, you know, different partner sets matter. And the other thing to consider is that in this day and age, we're hearing about, it's the decade of the channel ecosystem.
0: Right.
1: And I don't know if your audience knows much about that, but the channel is sort of that linear way of getting to market where you have your product and it sells through a reseller who then has customers. Otherwise it goes through a distributor who has resellers or customers, or otherwise maybe it's you're integrating with marketplaces. But nowadays, the types of partners that are out there are expanding and becoming, there are influencers, there are system integrators, there are, um, you know, there are just partner partner co-marketers, and there's so many different types of potential partners, and it's in this decade of the um, channel ecosystem we're being encouraged to explore all those different aspects of what makes a good partner and bring them all together to have the best selling experience. So um, this is a tool that also helps you understand the different types of partners that might be an ideal partner for you going forward. So that you may have started with a managed service provider, right, an MSP. But you may need to also go to a digital commerce agency, you may also want to go to an accounting firm, you may also want to go to, you know, a a business intelligence advisory firm, or, or groups of them. So it helps you understand what the addressable markets are of different types of partners as well, and plan ahead.
0: That is fantastic. This is Danny. I appreciate that breakdown. And I, I love how you were able to not just uh, break it down between MSP, MSSP, but even the specific industries and what type of partners might be ideal fit as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, now, Dave and I, we we participate in it a lot and we give back a lot to our communities, but we're really excited about this news that I heard about uh, is that you're going to be participating in the next Women in Cloud Accelerator 6.0 cohort? Can you tell the, can you tell our audience a little bit more about the women in cloud program and and really how they work with amazing women entrepreneurs and why does it have to be six incredible, tough, intensive months during this program? So can you tell our audience a little bit more about what you're going to be going through and a little bit more about women in cloud, please?
1: Yeah, well, at this point in time, and it's, it's uh, mid September of 2021, I just started it about three weeks ago and. All I can say is that the the program is extremely well designed for entrepreneurs of companies that have uh, products that are just getting to market today, that mm-hmm. have huge market potential and the ability to do million dollar contracts, and so this is a very unique and interesting accelerator because it's being uh, it the intent is to. Uh, Select companies and partner optimizer is one such company that has that ability to drive million dollar contracts Mm. and to be able to offer to B2B enterprise technology companies, um, the types of disruptive technologies that we have. So, so far, I can say I have been, you know, turning they've been turning everything upside down already. You know, they're starting out. How can you make this your product? Um, easily get in the door from how you present it and how you talk about the value propositions and how you talk about the opportunity and who your ideal customer is so that any professional enterprise size customer that you meet with Mm -hmm. will be ready. You'll you'll be structured and ready to do business with them and know how they do business. So it's, you know, some of the smartest um, organizers of a accelerator I've ever come across, people with real hands-on experience building businesses, building organizations within Microsoft and outside of Microsoft, and they have taken incredible time to craft a curriculum for us that is one that, you know, it's hard as an entrepreneur and as a CEO to be able to make time to do extra things but this is something I actually look forward to doing. And each time I learn a lot from, and then I'm also learning a lot from the cohorts. So it's, it's been fabulous.
0: That's fantastic. This is Danny again. And I appreciate you bringing that, uh, bringing to our attention. First of all, you're, you're with other uh, women entrepreneurs who have a great, um, <clears throat> great business, great, great uh, opportunity to sell their solution, but not only are you with great peers to, to feed off of each other, You actually, as running a a great successful practice, have to take time away so that you can be part of this program, grow yourself, grow your business so that you can be even more uh, scalable in the future and hit even more higher, uh, what we call revenue opportunities. And I think this is a great opportunity for the audience to realize that sometimes, no matter how, how great you are as an organization, no matter how much money you're making, it is always a good opportunity to get more education, to get more training, to go and be with other people in the industry that are just like you, who are maybe trying to grow their business even better to make it more profitable. And like Dina's situation, women co-founders, entrepreneurs who are doing the, what I call taking it to the next level in a space dominated by men. Here they are coming here, making waves happen every single day. So I think that's fantastic, Dina. That's a great example to set. Like, look, if you're out there today, and you think you have it all together, go join a program like this, uh, Women in Cloud Accelerate, and you'll see they'll still ask you to take take and bear it all because they wanna make sure you grow and grow right. Because sometimes we get lazy or sometimes we get comfortable, but sometimes we need to be pushed as well. And I think this program is a fantastic uh, opportunity for Dina and it's a fantastic opportunity for all women entrepreneurs out there who are in the cloud space or in the technology space, specifically when they have a product like Partner Optimizer that can make an impact for a lot of organizations out there today. Dina, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David Soup Brown, and myself, we wanna thank you for joining the Twins Talking Up podcast. We wanna thank you also for helping our audience know that if you wanna grow and you wanna make it happen, partner matching services to maximize your growth and profit you can do it today make sure you take advantage of partner optimizer
1: excellent It was a great it was a great time being here with both of you and uh you know i love you both and danny we've known each other for a long time in business and the channel and it's good to see you here and i love the i love your podcast and i'll be looking forward to hearing the next episode and thereafter so thanks for having me
0: thanks again david Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.